Hello guys, welcome to the Empowerment Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Jordan Payton and I'm your host. Today I am here with my best friend Kyla Shabazz and she's going to be helping me talk about college. So I'm going to introduce her. Hi, I'm Kyla. We're just going to see where this conversation goes today. Okay, so one thing that I want to talk about on today's episode is having a support system. So this has been very important to me just because you have been my support system in college. Um, And so I just think having a support system in college is like really beneficial. What do you want to know about support systems? Okay. so why are they important? Why are they important? Do you need them? Yes. I mean, I kind of struggle with saying that you need one because Mm -hmm. like there are plenty of people who go to school without, you know, like support systems and they can do it, you know, but like it's definitely beneficial. And for me, in my personal experience, you know, I had, like, the support of, you know, my family and also, like, my boyfriend at the time and, you know, like, my friends from home. Mm -hmm. But even when I feel like you go to school, you have all of that support, but you can still feel like it's not enough, you know? I think it just kind of depends, like, how that initial transition like goes for you yeah and so for me like i i totally get what you're saying because i like have my family too but like one of the things that i wanted to talk about was kind of those barriers to getting support Mm -hmm. because i feel like a lot of times we have the support that we need but then we don't actually use it that's a very good point and that was my problem i I think that's also been my problem is like knowing that the support is there but how do i utilize it it to my benefit because for me when i was like going through like hard times or really like feeling like lost you know Mm. like I always knew that like my family was there for me but at the same time like they couldn't feel those emotions for me and they couldn't live through that experience for me so for me it's kind of more of like how can I still benefit from this like support I guess but also acknowledging that you know like I still have to go through this yeah like on my own. And somebody you know? told me, I had a conversation with a friend the other day, um, Reagan, and she told me basically nobody's ever going to understand exactly how you feel, but just communicating how you feel and letting people know is like the best thing that you can do. Mm-hmm. And like a barrier for me for like getting support would definitely be like being embarrassed because like, and like too, we were talking about, you don't want to burden people with like yeah. your problems and all yeah. the stuff that's going on with you because especially with like depression or anxiety, that's not just a problem that kind of goes away within a day. It's like kind of always there. And what makes it worse is that, okay, I kind of struggle with like the word depression mm. only because, and even with the whole like mental health like thing that's happening right now, like in general, that is such like a loaded word that people use for anything all the time. Oh, my mental health. I need to do this for my mental health. Or, you know, I need to, whatever. This is not good for my mental health. But, like, when you're talking about your own mental health, do you truly know, like, what you're talking about? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because I feel like I've used depression sometimes to explain my symptoms. But I'm like, is this really depression? Or is this just me? Is this depression? Or am I just, like, feeling sad? Sad. Because, like, I guess for me... I kind of, like, say depression because I guess it's just kind of, like, the easiest yeah. or whatever just, like, to say mm-hmm. to get people to kind of understand what you're talking mm-hmm. about because, you know, you don't want to sit here and explain, like, your deepest, darkest feelings, you know, exactly. to, like, every single so person. Just, we'll just bubble, bubble it with depression. Yeah. It's yeah. like a catch-all. It's like if you're feeling sad, if you're feeling 
Like, just anything under the umbrella of sad, we're going to use the word depression and that's it. But I think a lot of times that's not the yeah. word we should maybe use. Yeah, obviously it's not the word that we probably should be using, but everybody is yeah. using this word for everything. So I think that in this context, and, what we're talking about, it's necessary because this is yeah. just like kind of what people do on a daily basis. And that and anxiety. Yes. Whew. I don't, I don't hey, know how you else want to talk about anxiety. <laughs> we can talk about anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> but let's go. Let's go one at a time. Okay. So what were we talking about? We were talking so about we were talking the embarrassment of, of, like, necessarily using support. Support. Like support around you. Yeah. Okay. And so I think, like, these things are inevitable. Before I went to college, though, I never suffered really, or at least I don't remember suffering from any, like, mental health issues. Me? Same. Until I went Same. to college. And, and that's exactly when we were talking about this a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. when I was saying that like it's because you get put in this like position. Jackson? I'm sorry. That, <laughs> and we're going to have to edit that. <laughs> but, okay. I, but like so I think you get put in this position that you've never been in before. Mm-hmm. So you're obviously going to react to it in ways that you've never, never experienced. Have. Yeah. Because like I guess for me, it kind of like when I think about who I was in high school and I think yeah. about like who I am now, I don't necessarily know if there's huge differences in those people, mm-hmm. but it's just more of like things that I think I had been struggling with for a long time. Bubbled up to they, the they surface. Came, they bubbled up to the surface yes. and they came to light. Because for the first time, I was alone. I was on my own. Yes. I was having to deal with all of these things and being in all these situations. Like, yes. you know, I guess like for some background, I went to college like by myself mm. no friends i mean i had my, my sister was in columbus with me but like mm. she's five years older than me you know like so she's not gonna be hanging out in the same circles that i am and i'm a very shy like i mean i guess i'm comfortable when i'm comfortable you right. know and it just takes me a minute to like get to that point and so i guess like that vibe can kind of rub people the wrong way in the beginning right. you know because it makes you sa- seem like standoffish and like you know you're kind of just like mm. you know and for me, that was never really the case, but it was always how I felt that, like, people viewed me just because I could never, like, break out of that, like, shyness bubble if I was alone. Mm-hmm. It's one thing if you, like, have a friend and, you know, you guys are comfortable with each other, so you're more comfortable around other people because you have that, like, person with you. Mm-hmm. But there's a big difference for me when it comes to, like, being alone and then, like, being with somebody else. And I think that that's yeah. where a lot of my troubles stem from. From being alone. Being alone. Yeah. Me too, because... Um, Followers, if you did not know, I first went to Prairie View. Now I'm at Marion University. And where like, was that, Jordan? Prairie View is in Texas. And where did you go from where to where? I went from Texas back home to Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. So my freshman year, I started out at Prairie View. And that was just kind of like a really hasty decision. Y'all, I didn't figure out I was going to Prairie View until like March. So don't be like me, okay? <laughs> really research your schools, investigate. Jordan literally found this <laughs> random school random that school. nobody's ever But hey, they gave me money. So thank you, boo. <laughs> and, no, and, and that's why you shouldn't be choosing your college right. decision. Don't choose your college off of money. just money. Because that's not it. Because when I got down there, I found myself like, Kyla, I was alone. Um... And I was just in my dorm room, and my dorm room was like a shoebox. It was like, it was bigger than yes. most dorm rooms, but it was like a shoebox. You know, 
let's actually talk about that for a second. The process of, the dorm of, room? of moving from a house to a to dorm. To a dorm. Okay. Yes, hold let's, on. Let me, hold let me. On. Let's talk about okay. the anxiety of that situation itself. Okay. okay. I wouldn't say there's anxiety, but I would I just would. say that when you go from moving around in your home, going to the kitchen, sitting yeah. on the couch, going up to your room. It's and just, then you, you go from being completely comfortable in your space to, to being consistent. Yes. In a state of oh yeah, if there is one thing, and and I don't know if I'm dramatic, maybe I'm being dramatic. Okay, I don't know, but I just am the kind of person who appreciates their like (laughs) solo time. Right. And freshman year, I feel like because I had a roommate, right, I never ever like got that. Right. So even when it was like the first week of school, and I was going through so many emotions, just like. I didn't know how I felt. I didn't know. All I wanted to do was just cry my eyes out every single day. You had to hold it in. And not necessarily because I was just like so sad, just because like I had all these emotions. Right. And I don't know how to, you know, like deal with them. And one of the things that really makes me feel good, you know, after I'm like dealing with a lot, is just like crying it out. Yeah. You know? That doesn't necessarily mean that I'm just like, lost in, exactly. in depression. It just but means that I need to like express those emotions. I think that you get stuck in it when you're consistently in that environment every day. Yes. And you can't break out of it. So then it becomes a cycle. I remember I had called you and you're like, I feel like I'm living the same day over and over and over again. Yes. And that's what I feel like I got stuck in. Mm-hmm. In my mind, I was like living the same day, same emotions, same thoughts, same feelings. And I started to become very obsessive. Yes. And I'm like, what is going on? It. Yeah. I think a part of it was the environment of college, being in that dorm room, going to the same classes and not really stepping outside of it because you don't know anyone else. Like, yeah. I'm all the way down here in Texas. I don't know anybody. I'm in the shoebox. I'm going yes. to class. You know, I'm yeah. making friends, and but I don't really know them. we're just talking, like, raw emotions here. Obviously, yeah. we're not handing out advice yet. <laughs> no, but that was great. That. But, like, yeah, just, like, talking about, you know, like, yeah. emotionally, how do we respond? Because literally, I will tell situations. you, this is, like, low-key gross. But, like, in a dorm room, y'all, I had a bathroom. You literally can't even take a shit without like without just being yeah. comfortable no, like you know I, what i'm I saying like you literally you. can't even take a shit without feeling comfortable <laughs> because you're like oh my gosh i don't want it to make a sound yeah. <laughs> i don't want it to make a sound i, I don't want, want it any, to stink to splash yes. I would be in that dorm room praying to God that I did not make a sound yes. when I took a oh shit because I'm like, gosh. girl, I don't know this person. Like, with my family, like, that's fine. Like, girl, if I like if I hear you, like, on the toilet, whatever. Like, we've been around each other for years. Like, it's not even a thing. My mom literally uses the bathroom with the door open. But in college, when you don't know somebody and they're, and they're like, taking a shit and then you have to, like, take a shower after them, it's just like... It just puts you on edge all the time and you never get to get out of yeah. your own mental thought and bubble. And let's not talk about how you're doing all this. How much money does it cost to live in a dorm each semester? Too damn For much. you to not even be comfortable? And I can't be comfortable the way I want and to I in can't my be own co- bed. I can't even walk around my room naked. Amen. And I'm paying how much money? <laughs> Amen. But that's a conversation for another episode. And I think that's why a part of the reason why I came home too. Because I just, I felt like I would be better off at home, being closer. And, like, I'd made that decision after I started going through all this mental stuff. And I just felt like, okay, maybe it'll just be best for me to be close to my family. But I think that was an escape route, maybe. And I maybe should have tried it a little yeah. longer. But there's no need for you to sit here and dwell on what you should have yeah. done. Because if, no, you, if, if you do that, you're just going to be, like, miserable. Yeah. So, but I think that transitions perfectly into what I want to talk about, which is transferring schools. Because even though all that was happening, like, 
there were so many great things that were happening. Like, I was making new friends. I was hanging out with these wonderful people. Like, making all these different experiences and, like, really getting to know myself through my friendships and stuff yeah. like that. And I, and I feel like if I would have valued that a little bit more, maybe I would have stayed instead of just dwelling on the positive. So, all I'm saying is, like, when you... If you're thinking about transferring schools, just make sure that you really, really weigh your options and don't look at the bad side because there's bad everywhere. Like, y'all, yeah. Marion University is not what's up. And I'm not saying that because... Oh, my gosh. You better shut <laughs> up. Okay, I'm going to shut up because I'm not trying to have the Catholics come get me, honey. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> come get you. But there, it's not all that, so... Yeah, I mean, this is actually um, something that I had considered because, mm-hmm. you know, like, my first year at Ohio State was very, very hard mm-hmm. um but has it see, gotten better yeah okay yeah it's, it's gotten better since i've gotten more comfortable obviously you know right. like, campus and like people and stuff like that <clears throat> but what i and i i was very unhappy mm-hmm. just because i for the longest time i didn't feel like i was like assimilating well or whatever i don't know what that mm-hmm. word is but like i didn't feel like i was really actually here's a good way to put it I didn't feel like I had found my niche, and I didn't, mm. here's here's one thing, the, the only thing that you need to feel, like, at peace and good in a community is feeling like you belong there. Yes. And that is probably what I have struggled with the most, is finding my niche and just finding out where exactly I feel like I belong. Because it gives you purpose. It gives you purpose. And that's why I struggled for so long in the beginning, because I couldn't like figure out and I kept pressuring myself so, you know figure to figure it out. it out and it's just like that's what made me miserable I'm yeah. sitting up here always dwelling on what am I not doing yes right? what am I yes. you know like because obviously you know, you always hear like you know you your college experience all depends on you yeah you know I'm like oh so if I'm sitting here miserable for four years this is that's my, my fault. fault you know you know and I think the expectation <laughs> for college too is for it to be this magnificent experience yes. and when you're not having this great experience you're not going out to these parties. You're not facing yeah. all your tests. You're like, what the fuck is going on? Exactly. And I am more of a natural introvert, I guess I would say. Mm-hmm. And I guess, I think before you get to college, you only, or at least for me and my personal experience, I feel like I only kind of got the vibe of college from like extroverted students who were going out all the time, you mm-hmm. know, doing all this stuff. But that's not necessarily that's not me, you know, and like. Obviously, there are people who do it all the time. Right. But that's just not me. Yeah, because like me, like I'm an extrovert, but I'm also an introvert. Like, you know me. I'm an extrovert when I'm kicking it with my friends. Right. Like, that's what is more appealing to me, I guess, is like kicking it with people that I'm cool and comfortable with. Exactly. Rather than like doing the most at a party. Yeah. You know, but like, but every now and then, you know, you want to go out with your ass, you know, like, so (laughs) that's fine too. Because like, you you know me, like, I'm an extrovert wherever I go. Like, I'll just be very outgoing. But at the same time, you might call me and I'm gonna be like, girl, I'm staying at home. I'm not going nowhere. I'm staying on in Fishers. I'm not coming to the West Side. Mm-hmm. Like, I like to be outgoing, but then there's a piece of me that is very kind of reserved yeah. and likes to just read a book or like yeah. lay in the bed. Like, I don't always wanna do stuff. And I think that vibe kind of throws people off a little bit. Yeah. So I definitely understand what you're saying, but. Are we staying on topic? I, I, I think we're, we were getting to like majors, finding your niche or niche, N- whatever. Niche. Whatever, we're trying to be fancy, your niche. Okay. Um, and I think that comes to your majors too, because when you go to it college, is. people are like, you need to pick a major and I like it needs to be your life. You probably just haven't found the right major for you. Right. And honestly, 
that was also something. Why did I struggle yeah. with literally every single aspect of college when I transitioned? <laughs> <laughs> there was no point where I just felt like, I got this. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. I mean, there were points points for me where I felt like I got it. Um, I wanted to talk about his. I mean, just like from start to finish. Like there was From start to finish. Where heck, I was like. Hecky no. Oh, this is. This is no a problem. piece of cake. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. but I would definitely say when you find your hidden talents in college, because one of my hidden talents I feel like was economics. I really, really like economics and I didn't know that about myself. Mm-hmm. So like I found myself reading all these books on economics, really getting to know my economics professors and like just kind of immersing myself there at Purview. And I feel like maybe I could step into that. Maybe. But it's just like, I don't know if that ship has already sailed. But there's also so much pressure on like trying to find something in like a small amount of time. Yes. There's so many things. And you have to stay on track with your classes too. Yeah. And there's not like a one good, like effective way to try to find like where you truly like shine. Exactly. Because like. But I think, I think we know where we shine because I also wanted to talk about like, we know where we shine, but we choose not to step into those areas. So like for me. If that, at least I can say that for myself. And no one can see me right now, but I'm giving Jordan the craziest look. No, she so is. Let's let him defend okay, himself. Okay, okay. I'm going to defend myself. <laughs> so, at least for me, I don't know if I can talk for everyone, but for myself, like, I know that I'm a good communicator. I know that I love talking to people. Yeah. I know that I love to sing. So, why didn't I go to school for communication and vocal performance? That's a very good point. Like, do you, do you, you do see that? what I'm saying? I don't know if that situation relates to everyone. It doesn't relate to everyone, but it relates to... But that's a very good point. Yeah. And, and you know, actually, this is so random, so random, but I was watching TV last night. I don't remember mm-hmm. what I was watching. But it was something about, like, how this guy was, like, going to school or whatever. He mm-hmm. wanted to do, like, music or something. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously not what his parents wanted him to do. Right. And you know how people are always talking about, like, oh, that's such a bad career to get into. You like, stop dogging them out, but though. But my thing is... Isn't, aren't there, like, hella programs in college that get you, like, set up in, like, for your future career anyway? So Amen. if you're going to school for that, aren't there going to be resources? In Amen. I mean, and there are. <laughs> That's a really random point, but I just thought about that. I think It's that, probably not as hard as people make it yeah. seem. It's, it's not. Um, but like I said, I think, like, speaking for myself, like, don't be the part, like, if you know what you're good at and you know what you like, don't hesitate on it. I know it can be scary because you're like, if I really commit to like vocal performance and communications, what are people going to think of me? Like, how am I going to be received by people? But it's like, those are where your talents lie. Yeah. So like, go for but it like, anyway. So let me tell you how I figured out, like, I think sociology was like right, okay, my, let's talk about that. my path. So I started out, um, let's go back to high school, actually. Okay. So in high school. Oh, this is a rewind. I know, it's a rewind. <laughs> I don't know why I'm acting like this is so many years ago. <laughs> This was two years ago, right. so we're... We're not that old. Right. <laughs> I'm only 20. Yeah. Um, but I had... Yeah, so I got, like, really into, like, environmental science. Mm-hmm. And I thought that... Well, I got really into that class. Right. And so I thought, oh, yeah, like, this is what I want to do. I can... I'm so interested in this. Mm-hmm. You know, and then when I got to school, I was just like, uh, You know? <laughs> well, because here, here's why. So there were things about the class that I liked, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize until much later that it wasn't necessarily the actual like environmental science that I liked about the class. Mm-hmm. It was the complexity of the relationships between like the people and their mm-hmm. environment. Oh, that yes, that is what I loved about the class. It yes. wasn't. It wasn't like the hardcore like science, the hardcore you know like whatever. Yes. Um, and so then, and I always love you know in high school we love talking about like politics all the time. Like mm-hmm. me and Lena were always you know like 
debating something or talking about something or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm, then I'm thinking like, oh, well, maybe my calling is more towards political science because, right. you know, I, I'm i more interested in these, like, interpersonal relationships and, you know, I just don't, well, if I'm sticking with environmental science, I feel like I'm not branching out to all of the areas that I'm interested in. Right. And when, while I'm here, while I'm in school, and while it's getting paid for, I want to make sure that I am getting the education that I can. Okay? Exactly. And learning about the things that I want to learn about. Okay. Um, and then I started taking poli-sci classes, and I hated it. Mm-hmm. It was so awful. And Isn't I, that always horrible, though, when you expect horrible. something to go a and certain was, way, and you and, just don't? And you just, like, don't understand. Like, I thought, I thought, okay, great, I'm finally on the right path. Like, I'm going to get myself together. Yeah. And then, you know, I'm in a couple classes, and I'm just like, oh, my God, I hate this. And then I was embarrassed because it's like... <laughs> Honey, you're at your sophomore change. year. It's my sophomore you need year. to come on. I have to... Like, I... <laughs> You've been telling everybody, I'm going to be a political scientist. Right. At this point, it's Everybody my, know you're going to be a political scientist. My second scientist. time changing. I still haven't got my stuff together. Mm-hmm. Now, it's getting to the point where I might have to graduate late because I've exactly. waited too long. And the money and blah, 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 blah. But then I really, I really sat there and I really, like, thought about what is it that I like to do? Right. And when I'm talking to people, what are the conversations that are getting me going? Mm-hmm. You know? And, like, and when I'm doing things, what is it that I'm doing that makes me feel the most confident? Right. You know? Because that's also something that I've struggled with, like, my whole entire life. It's not necessarily, like, well, let's just say confidence overall. It's, mm-hmm. like, confidence in everything that I'm doing. And that's right. something that I really want to work on, like, throughout the rest of college and obviously throughout the rest of life. But I was thinking, like, why would I not gravitate towards a job that makes me feel good about myself and a career that makes me feel like I'm doing something and mm-hmm. I'm accomplishing something? Because at the end of the day, like, that's the feeling that's going to get me through the day. Right. You know? No, seriously. And, and um, if you're feeling miserable every single yeah. day... And it's just, and I'm like, I shouldn't, I can't be miserable for the next however many years. But I think you know? it's because people tell us, or it's modeled to us, the college it's, experience is modeled to us. It's modeled to us. As you go for this, because this is what's going to make the money, yes. this is what everybody else is doing. Yeah. And I kind and of wish it's safe. that, like, there wasn't necessarily as much advice about college yes. that goes around. Because I just think that it kind of sets you up for what you think it's going to be, and I'd rather people just, like experience it for what it is instead of and make it and i feel like when you are consistently like judging your experience based on someone else's Mm -hmm. it just obviously plays into that's what i did a lot Mm -hmm. it's like oh my god everybody else is on snapchat having fun doing this everybody's getting internships they're getting you know all the opportunities what am i doing i'm just trying to pass this test no seriously (laughs) to keep my gpa over the requirement you know yeah so that's a little side note but like something extra and that if, if you pay too much attention to what other people are doing, it can really make you, like... Stay in your own lane. Yeah. Boo, like, I was telling you the other day, we all beat our own drum. Like, literally, nobody has the same rhythm in life. All of our faces are different. Like, come on, do your own thing. But yeah. I guess it's so hard to do just because it's a safe thing to do. Because let's be honest, we really don't know what this life exactly is. Yeah. So, like, if we can create stuff to make us feel safe and just make us feel like, okay, yeah. I'll go to elementary school, then I go to middle school, then I'm going to high school, then I'm going to college, then I'm going to get my education, da, 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 then I'm going to get this corporate job, then I'm going to put money into my 401k, retire, and then travel the world. It's like, but life is not set up like that. Like, yeah. literally... I plan my life to be so different than how it is right now. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, I'm done planning my life. Yeah, because it's just, just not going to go like that. Yeah, there's no point in planning. There's, it's not going to go there's like no that. There's no point because things are going to happen. And something that you never expected to happen can happen. Yeah, You know, it totally changed the course of everything. Exactly. So, I mean, like, there's no point. And like I said, when I listened to Terry Crews talk that one day, and the mm. most 
important piece of advice that he gave. Just take everything day by day. Day by day. And that's all you can do, honestly. What's going to make me happy now in this moment? Exactly. Because you know? I think when I was talking to you about like going through the motions, like mm -hmm. how I felt like I was living every single day the same, and that's mm -hmm. because I'm focused too much on what I need to do right now to prepare for the future. For the future. So tell me more about like how the future, how planning for the future impacted you negatively. Um, Because I was settling for unhappiness because I thought that I would be happy later. Right. So it was kind of like, I can deal with this now. I can deal with this depression. I can deal with this anxiety. It's, because in the future, because it I'll doesn't be happy. matter. Because yeah. in the future, I'll be happy. And that but happiness what never came. Next year, if I go get hit by a car, exactly. then what? I was unhappy for however long. For what? Exactly. Mm, I don't think that it's necessarily a trade off. You know, I just think mm -hmm. I need to work harder on my happiness yeah because right for me like okay so we were even talking about like the symptoms of i would say our stress and like you were kind of going through the same thing i was going through which is kind of like with your jaw area facial muscular yeah. like a lot of tension i hold a lot of tension in my face yes like my jaw even like now my jaw literally hurts mm -hmm. like it, it's kind of just like an everyday thing now i yeah. guess mm -hmm. i think it's just from being stressed out yeah and i was thinking about the future and so i just kind of clinch because it's like my body trying to protect itself yeah and so like i have put off like getting help for that for so long just because but you really there's honestly not much help out there there's, so i know you have to just train your you mouth just have to, tra to retrain the to muscles stop. to like relax yeah because that's the only thing that you because can i do. just talked to my dentist about this last week yeah. she said that you have to the teeth should always should not be touching in rest position mm. so it like you should always like have a little bit of space mm. in between like your teeth. You should never be like fully constricted right. all the time. And we don't even notice that we're doing it. Yeah. Well, she, she, and then she was saying like if you wake up in the morning and your face is like sore and like, yeah. your mouth is like sore, it's because you've been you know like exactly working those muscles literally all night. And that's what was happening to me. And I like feel it. It, it really started in my left jaw. Mm -hmm. And I think I just put it off because I was like, oh, in a year it'll be gone. Oh, like in a few months. I won't be so stressed out because I'll be doing this. And then, like, the time came and it's not gone. I'm not doing what I thought I was going to be doing. And so, like, it's just adding to the stress. So, it's like planning for the future doesn't always work. Like, you just need to, like you said, take it day by day and, like, really deal with it now because this, I'm, I need to take my own advice because it's just going to get worse. That is the quote of, like, the century. Take my own advice. Okay? No, for real. I can tell people, you should do this and this and this. And then when it comes to me. Like, am I actually going to go, like, <laughs> go get, like, you know. Yeah. Like, I actually need to be willing to put in the work. To, exactly. You know. Oh, and that's another quote. You know, I had. I, <laughs> I, I about work. All these quotes this about semester. Work. Um, yes. When Common came. Mm. We were talking about prison reform. She meets everyone, guys. I know, didn't. Meet, well, actually, I guess I didn't meet him this time. Mm. But um, and he said, "What he say? Take your purpose and do the work." Mm. And it's just that simple. I think we make it, it complicated. It is that simple. We're we're really making it too complicated. It's like, girl, just do it. But I will still blame society for that. I will. Case. I will blame society because you know it's not my fault. It's not my fault. <laughs> it's not my fault. It's not my fault. <laughs> That somehow I was born into this society <laughs> that forces you <laughs> to go to school, go to work, Amen. and provide for yourself. Amen. <laughs> now, obviously, it's well, it seems obvious that one should take care of themselves. Right. 
But let's really sit here and analyze the like entire situation. We, you do not have a choice to be born. You don't. And yet you are forced to go through all of this BS. <laughs> you are. Just to make it through a life you didn't ask for. Exactly. And that is so morbid. But this is just kind of how me and Jordan joke. <laughs> but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode on college today. It was like a stream of consciousness. Yeah, we kind of just like talked. Yeah. I don't know if we really like. But it was wonderful though. We hit a lot of good points. Yeah. And I hope that you guys love this conscious conversation. Right. Yeah, and thanks for listening. Be here for next week's episode. Shout out to our um, subscriber. Hold on one second. I have one subscriber and I'm team too lit. His name <laughs> is GPBKSN. You know who you are, boy. Thanks for following me and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Bye.